I do. And I don't. Ladies and gentlemen, it's another Monday, and you're listening to I Do and I Don't Podcast Show, the new news outlet. Uh, we're bringing you all the real news, relationship news, marriage and sex advice news, and uh, I'm here with my co-anchor, Kat Skinner. Hello. <laughs> we're so happy to be here in this space with you, letting you know the deepest, most effective ways to solve all your marital and interpersonal issues. <laughs> That's right, Kat. And uh, we're hope- we hope we were listening to this in the morning and having your cup of coffee handy, driving to not work because everything's closed uh, and it's the apocalypse, but uh, driving, maybe just driving. Just, just to get driving, out of the, just to get out of the screaming house. in your car <laughs> just so your kids don't hear you and freak out that's right um boy that's a lot of work eh oh, my face hurts <laughs> <laughs> you're really enunciating and your your mouth was open wider than i've ever seen it <laughs> well it's cuz we have a professional relationship <laughs> um Oh my god! But uh, it is it is a lot of work, like to keep that kind of high energy. Mm. It's crazy. No wonder they're always like throwing to like what's going on on the street or some other. Yeah. Because you can't maintain that kind of level of energy and 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 having a voice like that, uh, you know, it's actually quite a bit of effort. Yeah, I think it's subhuman. Whew. Kat, I got to take a break. Why don't you tell people what this show is? Okay, everyone. As we mentioned, it is a marriage relationship dating, and sex advice show. We've really evolved since our origins. And Joel and I get real questions from actual listeners, and we protect their anonymity, so much so that even Joel has no idea who the questions are coming from. And then, you know, we listen to the matters of your heart and Mm -hmm. your confusing sexual issues, Mm -hmm. and we offer our advice. Mm -hmm. And uh, from my perspective, I am uh, a minister and I've been working in the realm of marriage for several years now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm also a mom to three kids and have been married myself. Mm -hmm. And Um, I don't know shit. Yep. Joel. Joel is a confirmed bachelor. That doesn't mean I'm gay. You know, there was that time <laughs> there was that time when saying someone was a confirmed bachelor meant they're, a homosexual. Meant they're gay. Joel, no one thinks you're gay. Is that true? You think? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> when I tell everyone that our relationship is 100% professional, even though we spend hours and hours. Oh dear. I'm it's just putting the nail in the Nobody coffin. thinks you're gay. <laughs> I for one really just respect your boundaries. <laughs> Cat so. comes over uh, every week or so and uh, comments on how lovely my plants are. I talk about how I'm tending to my plants. I know you're not gay because you can't cook. Like straight up. Go. That's there for me. Go. That's mm-hmm. it. Like, And by the way, uh, I don't dress that well either. Well, I've known you know, a few like, gay guys who don't, don't have dress like, well? super fashion sense. Oh, well, that's not part of the cliche. Mm. Um, we love our cliches around here, don't we? Stereotypes is what the world makes the world go round. Um, but um, yeah, we don't typically answer questions from gay people. We haven't had a lot of gay. If we have gay listeners, send us some gay questions that we can answer. Some gay questions? <laughs> <laughs> like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it's just fun to. To all of our friends in the LBGTQ2. 
plus yeah, community. Send, send us uh, the Please gayest also. questions that you can think of. <laughs> know that your questions are very much embraced. Yeah. Although yeah. from our uh, very, well, I guess mine isn't that heteronormative, but yours is super heteronormative. Mm-hmm. Like from our pretty heteronormative perspectives. I'm not sure that we're going to be serving you with our answers. Well, but this is the thing. Who are we actually serving? Yeah, like really? I, I, I have no experience <laughs> in marriage or whatever the, the premise of this podcast used to be. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any experience with uh, penises, but, you we know. We have just as little business answering your questions as we do everyone yeah, else's. Yeah, so please, please send them. We would love to answer them. And hey, look, here here's the deal. If, if we get um, a bunch of questions from... Uh, people of gay, queer, bi, questioning, what are the trans, will get a gay, queer, bi, questioning, trans person on our podcast to answer. To represent? Yeah. Maybe someone who works in the realm of relationships as well. If we get like two or like one or every now and again we get a gay question, and I know you don't like that I'm (laughs) calling them gay questions, but I think it's funny. Um... (laughs) Then we'll just carry on the way we are and we'll answer that question. But if a bunch of people jump in... We'll do a special episode. We'll do a special uh, gay episode. And like I, that kind of makes me wonder if it's just going to be like, this is our token gay friend here to answer your questions. Uh, oh, do you have a token gay friend? No, I have many gay friends. Good. Um, so I don't think it'll be a token. No. Okay. You know. Well, but that being said, if we want to get into different identities, we could be like, if you have um, just questions about dating in Belize, we'll try to find a Belize. Someone from Belize. <laughs> we can try to find, uh, you know, a Hispanic person if you want. I do think we should bring in someone from the fetish community. Fetish we, community? Yeah, we've gotten so many questions about BDSM and fetishes. Mm-hmm. and That would be a fun episode. So that's a community. It is. And it like, what is this person? Like, what makes a person a fetish person? Just someone that is into fetishes? Yeah. Like, you're just going to find someone. I'm sure you have this plenty of friends in that, in all the different realms. I've got friends everywhere, Joel. Um, and these, this person, they're, are they going to be like somehow professional in that? Well, I have a friend who's a psychotherapist who's an active member of the BDSM community. So that's the type of person we could... That would be an amazing guest on our show, I have think. Have as a guest. So, you know, keep listening. Keep sending us... Tell us what you want. ...different questions that we can use to uh, exploit Kat's group of friends. <laughs> Is that the wrong way of putting it? I don't know. Joel, you might have friends we can exploit, too. Probably not. Why don't we dig into this first question? I'd love to. Okay. Uh, I am a bit more adventurous in the sex department than my husband. Typical. I've had a couple threesomes, a couple Mm. lesbian nights, Mm. enjoy a good spanking, and whatever else that tickles my fancy. Mm, Or or, or, or tickles whatever. He's very open to trying new things, but has his limits. How do I get him to try something that he thinks he won't like? I never push the subject, as that's not my style, and I would never want something pushed on me. I'm just trying to find a happy medium. Hmm. What is she... Man, I wish I knew what she was trying to push on him. Uh, not push on him. Get him to try. I have a game. <laughs> <laughs> this is why people love your voice. I have a game. It's called Find Where I'm Ticklish. 
<laughs> like the answer to that one is everywhere, but um, no, this is a good game. So um, everyone writes down fantasies. This that, is your answer to her? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going I off just thought what, we're going to play a little game here, here to find trouble. the answer of the... Anyway. <laughs> No. So this is your This is a suggestion. game that will help with Play this situation. Game with him. Yes. So this game, it doesn't have a name. We can name it maybe as mm. we're talking about it. But you write down your fantasy that you haven't yet acted out that you want to explore with yeah. your partner, right? Mm. Um, and you can type it out so that you can't recognize each other's handwriting. Mm. And then you just cut them up, fold them up, and put them in a big bowl. Mm. And then everyone has a pencil and a piece of paper, and you make three categories I think I would is the first category. Okay. I might. Did you come up with this game? I don't know. Okay, go on. And then the third category is I would rather just think about that or no. Okay. All right. Okay. You're keeping the door open with the last one, but you're kind of saying no. No, the, the, the door is closed because you're relegating I'd rather it. just think about it. Like I'd yeah. rather just... Yeah, it's just a fantasy. It's a fantasy only. So let's call it fantasy only. Fantasy only slash no. Yeah. Not going to happen. Fantasy. Fantasy only. So I think I would be into this. I might be into this. No, just a fantasy. It works as a fantasy. Yeah. And then there has to be an agreement among the two of you that... Or the third person you're bringing in. I almost said that actually. But I think you have to be in agreement that whatever comes up, you're going to approach it in a very positive way. So no one's going to be judged. No one's going to be shamed. Mm -hmm. No one's going to be ridiculed for anything that they suggest. Right. And if something comes up that makes you feel like you have to step into a place where you're like, whoa, you know, you're responding strongly, Mm -hmm. then you have to be able to request permission to digest it before you weigh in on it. And then you actually eat the piece of paper. Yeah, no, you don't eat the piece of paper. But then you just go through and you like, you put all the fantasies in a bowl, you open them up, and one person reads them out, and then you just check the box that belongs to how you feel about it. Oh, oh wait a second. So the, the box is on the piece of paper? No, well, you have like a pad of paper and a pencil. So how do you know which? You can assign a number to each of the fantasies, oh, let's okay. say. Right, so right. like I get one through five, and you get six through ten or whatever. Okay. All right. And then so at the end of the day, you end up with this. Well, you can't just sit there and talk about it at the time. Or you check them off, and then the other person... And you person... compare notes. Yeah, okay. you check them off and you compare notes. So you, you read them out, check it off, then at the end of it, you go, okay, what did you? What score did you get? Yeah. And then you go, okay, so I wasn't interested at all in, in this. this. Yeah. And you know what? You can pull in a couple from the internet that you maybe don't even actually entertain in your own mind, just to throw some randoms in there and see how everyone feels about those, too. Oh, so, okay. So these are not even ones that anyone's passionate about. Yeah, like they're some just... of them can be real. Some of them can be made up because then there's that factor of like uncertainty. So mm. if you're agreeing to not be in judgment, you can really kind of put anything oh, in there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, because then it's like, well, did you actually want me to peg you? I was like, no, that's just <laughs> a stupid thing I read online. Yeah, so, I mean, framing it like that might be a, a bad way to... Oh. I would love to peg you. Should we do that now? <laughs> no. That's just a stupid thing. <laughs> I would love to peg you. Um, Imagine not- that as backfires. Um, <laughs> Good choice of words. Um, Great choice of words. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's a fun game. Yeah. So that, that, I, that would be my first suggestion. Just 
course them. I mean, uh, play a game. Play that's a game not to courses. see how everyone feels, and then you know if you do start to explore any of this stuff, obviously send us pictures. <laughs> yeah, you you're gonna want a safe word as well. So you know, well, it depends what that is. We always talk about this safe words, but it's like, do you need a safe word? And if you're not, if you're entertaining, like let's say. Let's say she wants to have another threesome mm-hmm. and he's kind of like, oh, I don't know, but then decides he's going to explore it. The two people who are in partnership have oh, to have code word. a code word. Yeah. A Just safe word. Like, um, I'm going to get Purple Monkey Dishwasher from the uh, Purple Monkey Dishwasher yeah. and then uh, we can continue to Purple Monkey Dishwasher. It's time for you to go home, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you need to, you need to be able to disengage in a scenario where you're exploring and, you know, like. It, that has to happen. You have right. to be able to say, no, this is not, is not working for yeah, me. And that has to be okay. No one can pout about it. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want to create safety and security. So if your partner is willing to try something that's a bit out of their comfort zone and in the midst of it, they're just like, no, this is not for me. It's full stop. There's no shame. There's no blame. There's no pouting. And there's no pressure from you to them to try to revisit it at another point. Then you just leave it open to them. You know, you can say, do you want to talk about this? Like maybe the next day, but no pressure. But what happens if this person is just like, I don't want to do a boy, boy, girl threesome. I just can't bring myself. I won't get aroused with another guy around. I don't mm-hmm. want to see another person inside you. This is like, it's it gives not me happening. Anxiety. I, anxiety. I hate it. I don't want to do it. Right. She's going to live without this. Like that's. That's it. If she's had that, she enjoyed it, it's just not going to happen. Or is there some sort of way of... Well, they can explore the idea of watching that kind of porn while they're having sex. Mm. So then the mind is engaged in that space. How about she gets a big giant dildo and while he's having sex with her vagina, he can put it in her butthole at the same also time. Also possible. Yeah, mm. totally. Or, or throw if it's the something. sensation of double penetration that she wants, then there's all kinds of ways to satisfy that. Yeah. If it's the mental engagement of seeing like two, two male men. bodies on a female, then, then he could just like run back and forth. <laughs> yes, run really fast. He's just like, close your eyes and, yeah. you know, feel me over here. And now I'm a different guy over here. <laughs> now I'm a different guy over here. And now uh, these are two random guys, and then I'm in the corner going, "Stop fucking my wife!" And then you know she's just so. Why turned is that on. your voice? Well, is that your cuckold voice? Yeah, that's we terrible. hate that word, Gad. Yeah, I do but hate that. Stop, word. stop fucking my wife. What we want to? We're just taking her. She wants it. She wants it. I do want it. You know, so that you guys, you can work within that role play. I feel like that would be exhausting on so many levels. Well, he's just doing work just to keep her happy without having to have two other guys banging his wife in front of him. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not for everyone, is it? No, it sounds absolutely horrible. Um, <laughs> do you think that there are any things we've missed here in terms of facilitating the exploration of sexual fantasy? Well, I wonder if... Uh, and uh, This is uh, an idea that I don't... You know... Typically, you, you say, what's your fantasy? What's my fantasy? Uh, and sometimes you can do that sort of trade-off, trade off, but it seems a bit, uh, you know, you're negotiating this thing. But I wonder if, like, she was just like, what, is there anything you haven't tried that you'd like to do mm-hmm. that could just that does also push boundaries. Yeah, that's scary though, I but think. But it but it does, but she doesn't barter. 
Right. But don't you feel like when someone says, is there anything that I'm not doing that you'd like to do that you kind of feel like you're walking into a trap? Because like if you answer honestly, they're going to somehow feel like they've been inadequate or. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you want me to do? I, I want it to be just, <laughs> I just want it to work and be mutual. and Yeah. And, uh, but you know, like the longer you're in relationship with someone, the more you have to energetically work at keeping your sex life interesting. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking like, you're, we're not just talking about like, oh, you haven't been as sloppy as I would like in a BJ. Right. Um, but more like, this is like two episodes now that the sloppy BJ has come up. Well, that's why I brought it up. Mm -hmm. Um, just thematic. Um, but I want a finger in my butthole. right? Right. So that's a slight further than you know so now he i pray that the universe sends me a man who can speak that frankly to me about sex well so she he because what we're learning here is he is engaging yeah he's not like completely like i don't want to do anything no. interesting he's he's fun he's like he'll he'll do different things but he just doesn't want to cross certain lines and things that maybe she's a little bit more adventurous Excited with about. Yeah. so I'm wondering if she does find out where he's comfortable mm -hmm. crossing lines yeah. and wants to kind of explore those things. And they do that without any expectations. That might open the door to, to him being more. like, well, what was that uh, thing that you mentioned? That's good. That's you know? a good suggestion. And it's not like, again, you can't do it in a way of like, I'll do this for you if you do this for me. Yeah. That's wrong. I think that's kind of an ugly way. Yeah, of no, doing bartering it. is weird. Yeah. Sexually. But if you're just like, okay. I just want to do something different. Yeah. So what's this, what's something weird that you're like, you know, I want to see, like, can you put a bottle up my ass? Like, I don't know. That's weird. And slightly dangerous. <laughs> I would hazard, but yeah. Plastic bottle? What mm, would you say? Plastic. Uh, I, I can't. I think you should only put toys that are created for ass play. Yeah. But into he, your ass. he has a thing where like, um, <laughs> trying to think of why. Why anyone would put a plastic why bottle in their ass? Some sort of bottle shape. Um, yeah, anyway. Anyway, so whatever his thing is, she does that. Then um, he's like, oh, I want to try other fun things. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a little trick. I like that trick too. And and it'll be fun for her because she just wants to, it sounds like she just wants to do different exciting things. That yeah. Are, she just wants to s spice things up. And you know what's amazing to me? Like, I don't have to reveal anyone's identity, but I never, and maybe just women in general are more active about asking us for advice. I never get questions from men asking like how to get their girlfriends more interested in sex things. Hmm. So I don't know if men are just like not reaching out to us or what, but this question leads in very well to the second question. Just to uh, pause with that <laughs> thought, I wonder if um, that's women being in the, in the uh, feminine, <laughs> which we were talking about with Jenny. Is, is it this thing where... If uh, like a woman is willing to try those things, the man leads them down that path. So women are like, okay, like they're just like, okay, what is it you want? Well, I can try that. I can do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I there has been plenty of boundaries that I've experienced. You know, yeah. But yeah, women want to please. I feel like men do too. But you're right. There's a there's probably a vast difference in 
the ability to communicate those things. Yeah. And like, I think we've talked about it, but ego probably is a huge, a, a huge barrier. Huge barrier. Yes. But anyway, okay. So question number three. This is question number two. Two. But it's oh very goodness. much tied to question number one because this question is, you know, the difficulty in throwing in new sex moves or desires the longer you're in relationship. So uh, like if you haven't in the start of your relationship done something kind of freaky or fun how do you introduce that like when you're already in the midst of things is this how is this question written Mm -hmm. did you read the question just now yeah i am reading the question i'll just read it okay it's it's a bit repetitive because it's similar to the first but there's a twist so like it seems like it's very difficult to throw in new sex moves or wishes the longer you're in a relationship it just feels awkward for a lot of couples for example to dance for your partner after 10 years if you've never danced for them before If this is true, should people let their freak flag fly as soon as possible? Mm. Or is there something to be said for leaving a little mystery for later? Well, that kind of raises a couple questions for me, which is, um, is the freak flag really that present right from the beginning? Because there's a chance that, uh, you know, this striptease idea or whatever wasn't really in those person's mind because you're still exploring sexuality with this person in general. Mm -hmm. So like these extra little, um, you know, heightened things don't really need to be there because the run of the mill is still exciting because it's like, this is a new person. Um, You're really crazy about them. So yeah, 10 years down the line, it's like, well, man, we could probably... Yeah, watch porn together, or we could do some role playing, yeah. or dress up in costumes, because we've already had the same sex, yeah. or we've we've hit all the variety we can hit in the last ten years. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's difficult, and I've I've had this thought for a long time, which is like is like, do we need to do zany things right out of the gate? I mean, it's, I haven't, I just remember one relationship where, um, yeah, I th- it was a, a, a role play thing, just a little acting out thing. And, uh, and I was just like, I was open to it. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's fun. I like acting. But I was also like, are we at the place where we're like just having sex is dull now? <laughs> like it was, it was like six months, you know? <laughs> well, maybe they were just comfortable enough to introduce this idea because it's yeah, something it, they'd wanted to do for a it while. It was a silly, fun thing. And I think it, w- it wasn't like well thought out or, you know So you I mean? didn't like break into her house and... No, no. no. It was just an impulsive <laughs> moment of, of, you know, just like deciding you're this person, or... I'm that person and let's uh, just do a little role play that leads to sex. And, uh, yeah, so, and that was early. But, so I don't know if it's necessary to um, do that early on, mm-hmm. to to have that on the table. Okay, we got to introduce that quick. But how do you, like, without laughing your head off, because you, you really know this person, <laughs> How do you go, like, now I'm going to do a striptease for you. <laughs> now I'm going to introduce this, like, you know me. I've You've heard my poop fall into the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. You know. Does that have to be part of a relationship, though, actually? It doesn't have to. I just have the ensuite. So you don't have to poop. <laughs> you don't have to poop in front of each other or near each other. You can yeah. put music on. No, I feel like you, 
leave the room. Um, yeah, I'm I'm real firm on the no pooping. Yeah, number twos should be almost like we never knew that they ha- happened. Yeah. Um, I actually don't even want to know that I do number twos. Like I like <laughs> to keep that almost mysterious to myself. So I have entered into a relationship like full guns blazing in terms mm-hmm. of the sexual creativity department. And I've entered into a relationship like really starting from the ground and hopefully moving up uh, and just keeping it really basic and simple. Yeah. And w- what I will say is that if you are in a relationship space where you're energetically exploring all kinds of sexual dynamics with people or a person, <laughs> uh, you're I kind- believe you've betrayed yourself, Cass. <laughs> it's possible. But you, you set the tone early for the kind of sex that you want to have, which Mm. is like creative and dynamic and fun and playful and imaginative. But when you start out, for lack of a better word, more like vanilla, vanilla, Mm -hmm. then your partner is at risk of just assuming that's kind of all you ever need. And then when you start to say, well, like, look at this Japanese rope bondage. I would love... You love that stuff. I love it. Have you experienced it? I've only done it on stage. I haven't done it with a partner. And like many times as like part of a... A couple of times. Just a couple of times. Yeah. During a show. Yeah. And uh, like your show. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you need to get into this in a serious... Because you really, you love this. Like it's not a fetish. I can obviously enjoy sexual encounters without it, but I'm really curious about exploring it. Are you saying a fetish is you have to You have to. to. Yeah, you need it in order to get off. That's what a fetish is. Yeah, it's something you require. Wow, I've learned. This is a big thing to learn. Yeah, because like otherwise, it's kink. It's just something kinky okay. that you're interested in. So kink in. is like a fun, yeah, silly something thing beyond you do. the pale or the more vanilla yeah. expression of sexuality. Is so kink. kink would be hold the neck a little bit. Yeah, or like spank my ass. Yeah, yeah. but fetish would be I have to be choking you to come. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know if I have any fetishes. I don't have any fetishes. I think anything. There's a, a little bit of kink. Just a bit. Yeah. Just a touch. Um, interesting. Um, I've known a lot of girls that have a uh, getting fingered while being orally pleasured fetish. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just female mechanics, but okay. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm sort of in favor of, like, maybe not flying the freak flag full out, but at least indicating that there is a freak flag. Yeah. You know, like that, I think that needs to be out there. Well, that's true. Like it's, you know, and we go back to the concept of openness mm-hmm. and how you can shoot yourself in the foot by seeming maybe a little bit more uptight. Yeah. Um, either either partner can be like, you know, oh, they're not going to be into this, you know. And and also if you don't if if the the openness isn't there and it's more like uh, I don't know if we need to be doing this yeah that shoots someone down mm-hmm. so yeah I think it's a good idea to at the very least you know you can mention these types of things yeah and you can just get them out into the ether like what do you think about this yeah or like you know I should you know whatever you I don't know you just say. And and maybe they're not happening right now, and maybe you know whatever. But they're like, we talk about this stuff. Yeah. This is stuff in our vocabulary. Yeah, this is stuff that can come into our bedroom. You know, 
Because I think, I mean, I don't know if there's a danger of this, and you can, you can speak to this, but is there a danger of like, um, you know, uh, blowing your load too soon? Well, I don't, I mean, huh. <laughs> I think, I think when you're into creative sex, you don't ever really fully blow your load, right? Like, like you can't, there's no ceiling? No, you can just keep finding new ways to like pleasure each other and have fun. I think. There's no limit. Well, I mean, like within the realm of safety and legally approved things, for sure there's limits, but like creativity, I just feel like, no. Well, I guess it depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on. Uh, and then you find your favorites and you cycle through them, I guess. Like, I would say, I would say, I agree with you. Get it, get the the vocabulary out there. Get the, the spirit of the thing out there. Mm-hmm. But pace yourself. Yeah, maybe. Because uh, you you want to, uh, it's going to be a lot of work. If every time you're coming, no, up with it a shouldn't new creative, always like, have just, to be bells and whistles. No, I know, but you you know what I mean. Like yeah. you're gonna really, you're gonna run. You're gonna be like, okay, we've already done <laughs> that one. We've done that. You know, I guess we could do that one again. But you know, it's like what do these I are to, awful problems to have? Like I got, aren't uh, they? Amazon. I gotta buy some what. Anal beads? Should we? I can't believe we haven't done that. You know, like yeah, we got to just get more stuff. You know, eventually you got to buy a house like with a separate room just for all your toys and the swing and the. That's my dream home, right there. <laughs> when I was a little girl, my mom made me a Barbie house out of an old bookshelf, and mm-hmm. my Barbies had like a sex room, <laughs> <laughs> like a full-on room just for sex, and it was full of like Barbie lingerie. It's like uh, now I have to get a new phone because the app that I can control my the, her butt plug isn't <laughs> compatible with my old phone. We need an upgrade. People are like, Joel, get off your phone. I'm sorry. I'm making my girlfriend come remotely. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. You know what I did once? I, um, I started an Evernote file of all of the porn clips that I enjoyed masturbating to. Mm. So I just like copy and paste the URL into the, and I shared the document. Uh, and I am amassed like a good collection of like men that were sharing that document with you. <laughs> no, no, it <laughs> love was, it, cat. It was between me and someone I was seeing at the time because yeah. I thought it would be a nice way to sort of like invite them into what I like. Mm-hmm. They never looked at it, like mm-hmm. not even once. Mm. That's that is strange. You know, especially if I mean, it was good videos, because I thought it's like you know what I have to scroll for half an hour to find like three decent videos. No, I mean they're quality. I, I think you yeah. can assume I enjoy quality. Right. Porn, so it's just like what I've got a list of like twelve videos here. I can just go straight to. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Plus the added bonus of knowing that the person I'm having sex with also enjoys yeah. having an orgasm watching these videos. Yeah, anyway, so you, can like think, yeah. you know, you can only try at the end of the day. Different right? strokes for different folks. So what I'm saying is, yes, you should fly your freak flag a little bit early on because then you can kind of weed out the people who are never going to click honest. on your Evernote document. Yeah. Be, be honest. Be open. Um, and uh, if he's not interested, text me. We, we yeah right well, she's or married. me uh, we have one more question left we do we do three today we do three wow this is just like every other episode <laughs> every single one uh, I think it's because I'm hungry and I'm like are we are we ready to <laughs> eat something yet um, okay what I feel like we've answered this one before but maybe we're like so deep in this I can't remember anymore mm. what makes for a really fun date 
or what are some of the best dating rituals you've ever experienced? I don't know if we have gotten this type of thing. So what's the? I think we talked really about non-sexual thing? ways to have physical so, connections. Yeah, that was yeah. Okay. But this is a. What's a really fun date, really or some? Fun I like date. the idea of dating rituals. What is a dating ritual? Yeah, I don't know. Dude, are you asking me? Yeah, you, like, do you know the answer to this? No, I don't. Yeah. I don't this know. is them came up with this. Like, I don't know what a mating ritual is. Yeah, like just showing someone your butthole. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> what the fuck, Joel. Like it's a baboon. Like exactly. a baboon with their silver butt. Isn't it red? Well, it's like the red, but there's like that silver part oh, of it. You know how they too have those. Much. You've been looking too closely at the baboon ass. <laughs> it's um, just a ritual. I, um, a dating ritual. I is it, it? Could a dating ritual be opening the door for the other person? Or like maybe um, I don't remember in the olden days when people used to pick you up and give you flowers. Yeah, is that a ritual? That's got to be ritualistic. Nobody does that anymore. Um, how about going up to the door and when they answer, you tip your hat and you go, good day, ma'am. Because <laughs> you're Australian, so <laughs> that's a good one. It's like an Australian cowboy. Um, I'd like I... to take you out for some grits. Okay, so I recently went out with someone. <gasps> I'm not going to say that it was a date because mm. that, that's not where my head is at. But at one point they got up to go to the restroom and they put their hand on my back and they said, would you like anything while I'm in there? Mm. And I was like, oh, that's so thoughtful. Yeah, just some, like so some, simple and small. Just some of that brown paper towel, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a stack of wet wipes. Just a stack of, uh, <laughs> stack of coarse brown paper towel. Because I, I don't know what else you could possibly bring me. You could order another if drink There's a urinal puck candy. Just like <laughs> not one of the heavily used ones. One of the newer ones. You know? <laughs> oh, I wish you were there. <laughs> he, he, he's so kind. He's so sweet. But you're like, what, the, what are you getting from the bathroom for <laughs> what me? The, you, what do you think I need? Is there, the is there a collection of pubes on the floor you could collect <laughs> oh for God. me and bring me? I would love some of that. Thanks, babe. <laughs> Disgusting. Just a oh squirt of God. a squirt of hand soap in your hand, and then just smear it on my hand. That'd be nice. <laughs> no, um, no. So yeah, I guess I don't know what a dating ritual is, but but it, it's it's something that um, I guess happens every date. I don't know. Okay, so here's one: like you go on a date with someone, the date's not over yet. You know, probably you're not gonna take them home on this particular date, but you don't want the date to be over, so you go for a walk. Mm. That's nice. That's mm-hmm. a nice dating ritual. These are da- that's a ritual? I don't know. I, let's scrap that. You don't know what you're talking about, Asker. <laughs> dating ritual. Please write us another message and tell us what a dating ritual is. Also, ritual, you know, do you want there to be rituals in dating? This is a, this is a we're going to go down the old rabbit hole. Well, uh, you can do rituals in sex that are pretty fun. But that's another episode for another time. Is it? I think so. But like if you are, if this is a ritual, it means it's the same every time. I don't want anything And you're doing it because it's a ritual. doesn't sound like a fun thing in the bedroom Mm -mm. or a date. Mm Mm-mm. So I don't know. Now I feel like you're not going to talk about da- uh, sex rituals. No, I'm not going to talk about sex rituals right now. That's a whole other. But episode. that you, you're saying they are good. They can be for sure. Something that you always do every time, compulsively. No, 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 I'm talking about like energetic connection and like tantra. 
where oh, okay. it becomes a little so bit more ritualistic. So it's a ritual that exists externally it's, that you yes. bring into your bedroom. Yes, exactly. Okay, so what are dating r- rituals that you could maybe bring into? So it's not your own rituals that you do every time. Yeah. Okay, I'm, I, either I'm an idiot or... <laughs> We're like really stuck on this phrasing of this word. Why don't we just talk about fun dates? Fun date ideas. Fun date ideas. Okay, let's say it's someone you are dating for the first time, first date. Mm-hmm. First date. What I like, Lord of the Rings Marathon. Wow. What's nice about it is you get about 16 hours. I have the extended versions. You get about 16 hours to spend with this person. You're really going to get to know them. For a first date. For a first date. You're not going to be able to make it through without napping. So you get to sleep with them. They're snoring. That's probably going to lead to a little bit of sex at some point. By the way, you're having three, four, five meals. This is going to go on for like 24 hours, but that you're going to have to sleep overnight. So you're, you're, you're having a two-day date. You're watching these movies. There's all the gambits of emotions, but then you're also probably ending up having sex like three or four times within that period. That's a lot for Eating first a lot, date. having snacks. Well, it's a lot of expectations. Let me just say, if you're not... You know, if you don't know where you're, you are with this person at the end of that, uh, you know. And the nice thing is it was just the first day you can ghost them. No. I, I reject everything you just said. <laughs> just no. Shut down. Just no. Also, don't go hiking on a first date. Why not? What, who are you going to be alone in the woods with when you don't even really know them? Oh, uh, see? Interesting boy-girl yeah, perspective. Yeah, Why not? That sounds great. There's no way I would go hiking with someone on a first date okay. if, if I didn't know them in, All right. prior to uh, but I do think that's a great date, is hiking. Mm. Very good date. Um, first date, I don't know. I mean, Let's like, go for drinks. Well, that's pretty standard, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't drink, so that's a waste of my time. Yeah. Like, what do you do on first dates with people then if you Just don't Just come on over, strip down, get a look at what's going on there. If you If you enjoy it, strip back up, have a conversation, strip down again. Do the dirty. That sounds so romantic. <laughs> I love it. But you can go like I, you know, I love Niagara Lake. You go down Niagara Lake. Get some gelato. Get a go little for bit a stroll. Gelato. Yeah, take a nice, or even just the Starbs. Just take a nice little stroll. Um, sit by the water. Yeah, that's a really a nice, nice first date. Yeah. It's, the thing about these first dates is I, and you know, it's a bit of a bone of contention because. You know, I will always suggest something that's very casual. Mm-hmm. Coffee, you know, if it's a cold time, uh, just coffee or, yeah, walking in the park or something. Yeah. Um, and some people are, are a little apprehensive about that. They'll, w- they would rather, let's meet here for this meal. Oh, and fuck. Blah, blah, I would blah, not blah, blah. have a meal on a first date. Yeah, it's like, no. I don't, I don't want, it's the time and yeah. financial like I don't, investment. I don't, what if I don't like you? I don't want yeah. to sit through a whole meal with you. And we both end up at the end of the thing going like, who's getting the check? Yeah, no. Like, I don't want to get it because I don't even like you. Yeah, no. You know, or, or you like, it's so, there's just so many places to be awkward there yeah do something casual but for a if you really like someone and you want to you know have fun dates make pizza together mm-hmm. yeah know? once you've actually started yeah seeing each other that's yeah. great i love cooking with somebody else i love it mm-hmm. and i love to cook so it's it's a nice thing yeah um what's another good one uh you could uh Go, go on a picnic. On a picnic together, or even just get fruit and lay on the uh, on a blanket, 
listening to some music by your car. Go for Um, a bike ride. You go for a bike ride. You could uh, find a tire swing that swings out over a lake and then just jump in the lake, have a good old swim. That sounds like fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another great uh, date idea is to pack up the car and just take a road trip for three weeks. Well, that would be a good date. It's a nice a date. Spontaneous a spontaneous road trip. Maybe not three, three weeks, weeks, but even like a couple nights. Just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, if I'm dating again, I want someone who's going to be like, when are you? When when is Noah with his dad? And let's just go. Let's go somewhere. Let's just get out of here. Kiddo. It'd be so fun. And call you kiddo? Mm, maybe not that. I mean, they're they're That's at this point creepy. they're 29. Yeah, they're like, exactly. Let's just go on a road trip, kiddo. You're like, okay. No, 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 no. I don't need to be called a kiddo. But yeah, those are all good date suggestions, I think. Why don't you guys send us some of your favorite date suggestions? Yeah. The thing about dates is I don't know. I don't it's almost like it doesn't matter what you do. If yeah, you're with if you're somebody good that company, you really like, yeah. It's, it's so like, true. You could do literally nothing. Do mini putt. I don't want to do it, but you, you do mini putt, it can be fun. I don't know, even know I, that we have that anymore. Is that a thing? In, in the apocalypse times, probably not. No. But like, do whatever. It doesn't matter. Enjoy another person and have a good chat, which is interesting that it doesn't work with sex. Sex, it even if you are crazy about the person you're doing it with, it does matter what you're doing. It does. <laughs> it's so true. That's so funny. Yeah. I never thought of that until this moment. But yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. So it's like, hmm, that's strange. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can get a- away, like you can get away with mediocre or things that aren't working as well with someone you really, really like. Yeah. Someone you don't care for that much. You're, but the, the, the sex is amazing. You, you know, it's interesting that the uh, balance there. But if the sex is poor and you're just like, eh, I'm not that amazing into this person, then bail. Bail. Don't. Yeah. Don't. But dates are different. Dates are different. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's our episode. Guys, it's been uh, such a pleasure. I think both Joel and I need a nap. Both of us are like kind of subdued by the end of this I'm pretty one. tired, but I do feel like I have some chores to do before I get to, to nap. go to bed. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening to the cast. Uh, Send us your questions. Yeah, are you guys obsessed with sending us questions yet? You should be. Send them to I do and I don't show at gmail.com, and then our Facebook and Instagram are also I do and I don't show. And We're if, also. If you have friends who are struggling, you can send questions on their behalf mm-hmm. too. They might get pissed off if they hear the episode and realize that someone they know has like spilled the beans on their relationship. Someone named Gary just wrote that their <laughs> friend Colin, but is, we will uh, keep you anonymous. So is having erectile dysfunction issues. Um, everyone is always anonymous, and uh, our we have that website. I do and I don't. Dot show. That's right. And you can send us questions through that as well, and uh, listen to us every Monday wherever Monday. you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing that uh, I have to say, and it's a little bit late, but wear sunscreen. 